Today is November the 21st. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. My name is Melissa and I'm so glad to be with you here today as we read the One Year Bible in the King James Version. And like I say every day, God has good things for us and that is because He does have good things for us. He has good things for us in His Word and He has good things for us as we walk out His Word. So let's get into it and see what He has today. Let's just begin today. We're beginning in Ezekiel 42, 1 through 43, 27. Then he, the man of God, brought me, Ezekiel, forth into the utter court, the way toward the north, and he brought me into the chamber that was over against the separate place, and which was before the building toward the north. Before the length of a hundred cubits was the north door, and the breadth was fifty cubits, over against the twenty cubits, which were for the inner court, and over against the pavement, which was for the utter court, was gallery against gallery in three stories, and before the chambers was a walk of ten cubits breadth inward, a way of one cubit, and their doors toward the north. Now the upper chambers were shorter, for the galleries were higher than these, than the lower, than the middlemost of the building, for they were in three stories, but had not pillars as the pillars of the courts, Therefore the building was straightened more than the lowest and the middlemost for the ground. And the wall that was without over against the chambers toward the utter court on the forepart of the chambers, the length thereof was fifty cubits. For the length of the chambers that were in the utter court was fifty cubits, and low before the temple were a hundred cubits. And from under these chambers was the entry on the east side, as one goeth into them from the utter court. The chambers were in the thickness of the walls of the court toward the east, over and against the separate place, and over against the building. And the way before them was like the appearance of chambers which were toward the north, as long as they, and as broad as they, and all their goings out were both according to their fashions, and according to their doors. And according to the doors of the chambers that toward the south was a door in the head of the way, even in the way directly before the wall toward the east, as one entereth into them." Then said he unto me, The north chambers and the south chambers, which are before the separate place, they be holy chambers, where the priests that approach unto the Lord shall eat the most holy things. There shall they lay the most holy things, and the meat offerings, and the sin offerings, and the trespass offerings, for the place is holy. When the priests enter therein, then shall they not go out of the holy place into the utter court, but there they shall lay their garment wherein they minister, for they are holy, and shall put on the other garment, and shall approach to those things which are for the people. Now, when he had made an end of the measuring in the inner house, he brought me forth toward the gate whose prospect is toward the east, and measured it round about. He measured the east side with the measuring reed, five hundred reeds with the measuring reed about. He measured the north side, five hundred reeds with the measuring reed round about. He measured the south side, five hundred reeds with the measuring reed he turned about to the west side and measured five hundred reeds with the measuring reed. He measured it by the four sides. It had a wall round about five hundred reeds long and five hundred broad to make a separation between the sanctuary and the profane place. Afterward, he brought me to the gate, even the gate that looked toward the east. And behold, the glory of God of Israel came from the way of the east, and his voice was like a noise of many waters, and the earth shined with his glory. And it was according to the appearance of the vision which I saw you, and according to the vision that I saw when I came to destroy the city, and the visions which were like the vision that I saw by the river Chabar, and I fell upon my face. And the glory of the Lord came into the house by the way of the 
gate whose prospect is toward the east. So the Spirit took me up and brought me into the inner court, and behold, the glory of the Lord filled the house. And I heard him speaking unto me out of the house, and the man stood by me, and he said unto me, Son of man, the place of my throne and the place of the soles of my feet, where I will dwell in the midst of the children of Israel forever, and my holy name shall the house of Israel no more defile, neither they nor their kings, nor their whoredom, nor the carcasses of their kings in high places, and their setting of their threshold by my threshold, and their post by my post, and the wall between me and them. They have defiled my holy name by their abominations that they have committed. Wherefore, I have consumed them in mine anger. Now let them put away their whoredom and the carcasses of their kings far from me, and I will dwell in the midst of them forever. Thou son of man, show the house to the house of Israel, that they may be ashamed of their iniquities, and let them measure the pattern. And if they be ashamed of all that they have done, show them the form of the house, and the fashion thereof, and the goings out thereof, and the comings in thereof, and all the forms thereof, and all the ordinances thereof, and all the forms thereof, and all the laws thereof. And write it in their sight, that they may keep the whole form thereof, and all the ordinances thereof, and do them. This is the law of the house. Upon the top of the mountain, the whole limit thereof round about shall be the most holy. Behold, this is the law of the house. And these are the measures of the altar after the cubits. The cubit is a cubit and a handbreadth. Even the bottom shall be a cubit. And the breadth a cubit and the border thereof by the edge thereof round about shall be a span. And this shall be the higher place of the altar. And from the bottom upon the ground, even to the lower settles shall be two cubits, and the breadth one cubit, and from the lesser settle, even in the greater settle, shall be four cubits, and the breadth one cubit. So the altar shall be four cubits, and from the altar and upward shall be four horns, and the altar shall be twelve cubits long, twelve broad, square, and the four squares thereof, and the settle shall be fourteen cubits long, and fourteen broad, and the four squares thereof, and the border it shall be half a cubit, and the bottom thereof shall be a cubit about, and his stairs shall look toward the east. And he said unto me, Son of man, thus saith the Lord God, these are the ordinances of the altar in the day when they shall make it, to offer burnt offerings thereon, and to sprinkle blood thereon. And they shall give to the priests the Levites, that it be of seeds of Zadok, which approach unto me, to minister unto me, saith the Lord God a young bullock for a sin offering, and thou shalt take of the blood thereof and put it in the four horns of it and the four corners of the settle and upon the border round about. Thus shalt thou cleanse and purge it. Thou shalt take the bullock also of the sin offering and it shall burn in the appointed place of the house without the sanctuary. And on the second day, thou shalt offer a kid of the goats without blemish of a sin offering and they shall cleanse the altar as they did cleanse it with the bullock when thou hast made an end of cleansing it, thou shalt offer a young bullock without blemish and a ram out of the flock without blemish. And thou shalt offer them before the Lord and the priest shall cast salt upon them and they shall offer them for a burnt offering unto the Lord. Seven days shalt thou prepare every day a goat for sin offering and they shall all prepare a young bullock and a ram out of the flock without blemish. Seven days shall they purge the altar and purify it, and they shall consecrate themselves. And when these days are expired, it shall be that upon the eighth day and so forward, the priests shall make their burnt offerings upon the altar and their your peace offerings, and I will accept you, saith the Lord God.
James 5, 1-20 Go to now, ye rich man, weep and howl for your miseries that shall come upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver is cankered, and the rust of them shall be a witness against you, and shall eat your flesh as it were fire. Ye have heaped treasures together for the last days. Behold, the hire of the laborers who have reaped down their field, which of you kept back by fraud, crieth, and the cries of them that have reaped are entered into the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. Ye have lived in pleasures on the earth, and have been wanton. Ye have nourished your hearts as in a day of slaughter. You have condemned and killed the just, and he doth not resist you. Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, and hath long patience for it, until he receive the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Grudge not one another against another, brethren, lest ye be condemned. Behold, the judge standeth before the door. Take, my brethren, the prophets who had spoken in the name of the Lord, for an example of suffering, affliction, and of patience. Behold, we count them happy which endure. Ye have heard of the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and of tender mercy. But above all these things, my brethren, swear not, neither by heaven, neither by earth, neither by any other oath. Let your yea be yea, and your nay nay, lest ye fall into condemnation. Is any among you afflicted? Let him pray. Is any merry? Let him sing psalms. Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let him pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up. And if he have committed sins, he shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another, and pray one for another, that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject to like passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it might not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Psalm one nineteen one through 16 Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with their whole heart. They also do no iniquity, they walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with the uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed, therefore, according to thy word. With my whole heart have I sought thee. O oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips I have I declared all the judgments of my mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. I will delight myself in thy statutes and I will not forget thy word. Proverbs 28, 6-7 Better is the poor that walketh in his uprightness than he that is perverse in his ways, though he be rich. 
Whoso keepeth the law is a wise son, but he that is a companion of righteous men shameth his father. Lord, I just come before you in the name of Jesus, Lord, and I thank you for another day. I thank you for another step in this journey. I thank you for this, my birthday, God, that would, takes me into a brand new year, Lord, and how we take this step, Lord, into a brand new day with the reading of your word, God. I thank you that you remind us that your word is alive. It's active. It's sharper than a two-edged sword, Lord. And it, it does. It pierces us, Lord. And it encourages us, Lord. And it corrects us, Lord. And it keeps us on the path. So, God, I ask you, Lord, to take this word and do a work in my heart with it, Lord. I pray, God, that you help me to walk out what you teach me each and every day. I pray, God, that you help me to keep my eyes on you, God. And I pray, God, that you would take this word to the uttermost parts of the earth, Lord. I pray, God, that you would take it and that you would do your perfect word. And we know that it will not return to us void. So I just thank you, Lord, for this day. I thank you for the glory that surrounds us as we read your word. And I thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.